I was in shock when I heard that the queen had passed. I was in shock, Nationers. I didn't know how to respond. I was like, let me go to my Discord. Let me just go to my Discord. Oh, they were well aware. Nationers, 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 nationers. This is like a test. Like, I'm, I'm just, you know what? You guys get to see what I get to do for a test. I just go testing. That's basically what I do. I, I do that when I start episodes, such as episode 44 of the Realist Podcast banner right behind me. Uh, I can't believe I've said that 44 times. And uh, nationers, today is a very, very interesting day because I kind of came into this podcast not really knowing what in the world I wanted to talk about. There was like a handful of things that I felt like were appropriate to talk about, but I didn't really have anything that was super in-depth. Like we could go talk for like four to five minutes, just spitball, a little bit of a rant. I was like, you know what? If I'm going to try and rant, I feel like I should wear a Kevin Durant jersey. I feel like I should. I don't know why, but I feel like I should. And... I don't know. I just kind of came into this episode not really knowing what to talk about. I do have some topics, and it seemed like you guys really liked me just mentioning the topic just so you guys know what the frick we're going to be talking about today. Uh, so that's what we're going to do. Also, at least want to preface this before you know we continue. Again, like I don't know where this podcast is going to take me, but this is probably going to be the, like the one of the wildest podcasts just because I don't know what's going to happen. I just went live on Instagram or excuse me, on TikTok on the podcast page. Also, if you guys want to follow me on TikTok and on Instagram, it's The Realist Podcast on TikTok and The Realist Pod on Instagram. So, nationers, welcome back to episode 44, banner right behind me. Thank you guys so much for watching viewing, and of course, subscribing on our way to 1,000 subscribers by the end of the year on this podcast. So by hitting that subscribe button, it helps us obviously reach that goal by the end of the year. Also to all of our listeners out there, shout out to you guys. You guys are freaking amazing. Today, Nationers, we are talking about the Queen's passing. Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva announced my upcoming Spartan race in Mr. Beast starting and opening up his brand new Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast uh, Burger restaurant. <laughs> So, very, very excited. Also, I also forgot this one because it's in white text instead of uh, colored text. Social gloves. I, I, I'm filming this podcast a little bit later than usual because on Saturdays like this, there are some events going on, such as like the UFC uh, fight. I don't... I found that UFC is a very interesting to talk about on here. It's like something that I really enjoy, but I feel like going to an event and then talking about it would be way, way bigger. But... Also, today, September 10th, Gibb versus Austin McBroom. It is, it, it's, it's so sad. It's so sad. We're going to get it all in today uh, on episode 44. Let's hop right into it. Today, Nationers, I, as much as like the bad news that I may have been on a bear to you guys when I said like, I don't really know what I'm going to talk about today on this podcast. Not to say that you guys like are like, oh my God, Jared, what is he doing? Code red, code red. What is going on? The podcast is crumbling. Like, it's it's not. I, I had a few topics. It is, I was just more concerned that I didn't know what to talk about in depth. So, today, the bearer of bad news. I don't mean to be the bearer of bad news, but the queen has passed. The queen of England has passed. Queen Elizabeth 
has passed. Well, technically, Queen Elizabeth has passed, but I'm pretty sure this is Queen Elizabeth the third. Probably should have done my reason. It's a second. I knew it was the second. I knew it was. Queen Elizabeth, the freaking second. I woke up. I woke up not too long ago. Um, well, I did wake up on the day that she passed, September 8th. And on a Thursday, on a Thursday, it was it was a very grim day. I woke up and <laughs> I don't mean to laugh because obviously she had reigned for a very long time. Uh, here on Wikipedia, I don't know this off the top of my head. The queen had reigned for 70 years. 70 years. Excuse me. That's insane. That is insane. To say that somebody has reigned as long as her, that is... Uh, very sad. Very sad. And not to mention nationers. I mean, she lived a long life. She lived a long life. In, in addition to that, nationers, when I woke up on the day of the bad news, I opened it up to a meme. A meme page for NFL. And it said, the oldest living person was Tom Brady after the Queen of England had passed. I was like, what? I'm like, I'm like, okay, well, obviously, like, once a month, they always say that like, the Queen passes, you know? And then also, at the same time, I was also thinking, I was like, well, I mean, maybe this is just a joke when the Queen passes. And then I can continue swiping because it's on Instagram. You can, you know, it's a carousel. I was like, oh, she like dead dead. I was I was in shock when I heard that the queen had passed. I was in shock, nationers. I didn't know how to respond. I was like, let me go to my Discord. Let me just go to my Discord. Oh, they were well aware. They were well aware. My sister was aware. She hopped in the Discord and was like, nah, she dead. I'm like, damn, Caitlin. Damn. Oh, so we have no prime today. We have no prime. I'm out of prime. I got to go buy some more. However, very interesting stuff to say the least. I was like, holy freaking smokes. This this cannot be real. So, I mean, yeah, I just kind of wanted to start off the that because I feel like it's the elephant in the room. I imagine there were some people that expected me to talk about it. I don't know. I don't have like a whole lot to talk about it. Like, it just is what it is. The, wait, hold on. So, with Queen Elizabeth passing... Apparently, she was the second longest reign of any sovereign nation. Second longest. What about if we do, like, first longest? Let's find first. Longest reigning verifiable monarch ever. Subhuza the second. I feel like that's, like, somebody who ruled over, like, Turkey. Eswatini. Eswatini. For 92 years, or excuse me, 82 years, this man ruled. Over Eswatini in the middle of Southern Africa. Wow. Sabhuza the second. That you're a legend. You're a legend. This man died in 82. This man died literally like two weeks ago in 1982. You're you're a king. You are literally, you are a king of Eswatini forever. And you know what? Shout out to that man. You beat the king or the queen. And well, yeah. You get what I mean. <laughs> Very interesting stuff, to say the least. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about with, like, the Queen of uh, Queen Elizabeth II because, um, obviously, she had ruled for so long. Obviously, the, the news was pretty interesting, especially on a day in America where, like, obviously, she meant a lot to a lot of people in the world. But, like, here in America, 
she ain't our ruler. She ain't our ruler. We basically got like her her son looking as the president right now. Like, damn, she beat COVID, dude. She beat COVID. I was like, she getting COVID. It might. I don't know. I I was a little. I was, I was a little little speculative if she was gonna survive COVID, and somehow she made it. So shout out to the Queen Elizabeth for beating COVID. Damn. Um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I don't, I mean, it's a sensitive topic. I don't want to get too much jokey jokey with it, but you know, I just want to at least bring it up because it is, you know, it is important to bring up because she obviously meant a lot to so many people. She'd ruled for basically three times my age. And I mean, yeah, she is the queen of the world. Basically. She is the queen of the world. She will live on forever. We're rewriting the history books as we know it. Nationers, uh, Jake Paul. What the frick? Jake Paul apparently is fighting the greatest MMA fighter, mixed martial artist ever in Anderson Silva. Anderson the Spidey Silva. A very interesting fight. Um, Funny enough, I think a lot of people knew that this was speculated because in an episode of Logan Paul's Impulsive, they basically tried, like, blurring out the the face. They had, like, the little square over his face. But, like, if you say Anderson Silva, it's a pretty long name that is very distinguishable when you say Anderson Silva. Like, you could just hear it. Like, you, you don't even have to hear it. You could see it. And that's also brought up, like, a lot of debate within the episode uh, on Charlemagne uh, on Impulsive when they had mentioned that Lana Rhodes, Mike Malak's ex-girlfriend, is now having a kid or has actually had a kid with a big-time NBA star. And, uh, yeah, very interesting because when you say KD, it's pretty short. If you say Kevin Durant, you could probably make your, 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 you know, you could probably make out who it is. But the uh, the whole Lana Rhodes one on the Charlemagne episode is a little bit harder. However, Jake just announced that Anderson Silva is going to be his new opponent and toughest opponent in that boxing ring uh, on October 29th, which will be pretty interesting saying it's late in the month and uh, <coughs> right before Halloween. So... Yeah, I don't know about this one. This one's a little bit more interesting because, you know, obviously Anderson Silva is like 37 years old. He, or, excuse me, 47 years old. But at the same time, Nationers, he is also effing good. He is good. Anderson Silva was the best MMA fighter in his prime. And... He is the best mixed martial artist in the world. So, to say the least, um, I mean, he is a boxer, mixed martial artist, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, Taekwondo, Judo, uh, Capoeira, Capoeira, I don't know how to pronounce that one, but that was like, that's everything that he's done, which is insane. Insane. He holds the record for the longest title reign in UFC history, just a little under 2,000. 500 days. It was started in 06 and ended in 13. Huh? Anderson De Silva. The the GOAT. I mean, he is the GOAT. I remember watching this guy. He was one of my favorite fighters growing up. He was probably the fav- my favorite. And then, obviously, just like all he had done until he, you know, broke his leg. The guy actually trained in boxing 
before he was an MMA, you know, you know, fighter in the UFC. So the man striking is there. He is 47, but like I was about to say, is he's knocked out guys. Like, it's not that like he's old, old. He's not like Floyd Mayweather old or Mike Tyson old, where he's still got that like old dad strength. I mean, he probably does. They probably all do. But it's insane because he's still good in that boxing ring. It's going to be tough. I think, as of right now, Jake Paul wins. I'm going to lay it down. I'm going to say it right here on the podcast. First take, Jake Paul wins that fight. It's because I think Jake's smart enough that he will take that calculated risk. Yes, Anderson Silva will be hard. He just will. That's plain and simple. But it's just that Jake just knows he's going to win. You know, if he fought somebody like Tyson Fury, I don't think he wins that. I Truly think he does not win that, you know, because Tyson Fury is just on a different level. Even like De- uh, Deontay Wilder, he doesn't win that. Anthony Joshua, he doesn't win that. Even if they were at the same weight, obviously they don't fight at the same weight, but, that you know, in theory. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot to ask. Like, even if, like, uh, Jake Paul fights Canelo, Canelo wins that. You know, it's just... It, Yes, he obviously pokes the bear so many... There's thousands of bears that this man pokes in Jake Paul. So to say that obviously he has signed a contract and is now fighting Anderson Silva, this fight is something that Jake and his team think that they will win. And I truly believe that he's going to win. I don't know how, but I do think Jake Paul wins. And... I think it would be a little naive of me to say that this was not a calculated risk. Like, I even knew that he would probably beat Tommy. I think Tommy would probably beat Anderson Silva. So, to say that, to say that Tommy would probably beat Anderson Silva, Anderson Silva would probably lose with Jake. But, on any given day, anything can happen. In uh, 268 UFC, UFC 268, Leon Edwards, the final 40 seconds of the match when... All hope is gone. He has nothing to lose. If he gets knocked out, it doesn't matter. He's going to lose the fight anyways. But one punch, a.k.a. in this, in this, in, in, you know, in, in the UFC, it was a kick. If you guys have seen the, seen the kick where Kamara Usman, ooh, ooh, no, Jake Paul. I, I. <laughs> it's obviously a lot. Um, it's a lot to think about. And, you know, anything could happen on a given day. This is something that my coach told me when I was in high school as a track athlete. Literally Anything, anything could happen on any given day. We are all competing in the same conditions. Somebody might be sick that day. Somebody might not really feel it. Maybe they're going through like a, you know, a little bit of an injury that they don't know about. And maybe they're just not having the confidence. Anything can happen on any given day. It does not matter what anyone says on paper, what they come in at. Anything could happen on any given day. And that's something that stuck with me for, from basically 2014 to now. Excuse me, 2015. <laughs> I got a burp. Ah, uh, man. I mean, it is the realest podcast. If I was if I was going to be real and going to edit out that burp, I actually have not burped yet, but I probably will. However, very interesting to say the least. I think Jake Paul wins that. Don't know how, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to the decision just like the first Tyron Woodley fight. And, um, yeah, I mean, it is going to be a tough fight. I think Jake's better than he was even from last year when he fought in August, but... Very interesting to say the least. Uh, thinking of Speaking of competitions, Nationers, your boy has a Spartan race coming up. So by the next time you guys see me, uh, I will be in 
Portland. Uh, I'll probably be back from Portland, but I will be in Portland, or at least maybe I might be able to make it back beforehand to film the podcast and then to upload it on Saturday or upload on Sunday but get it recorded. We'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what really pans out, but we'll see what happens. Uh, next week's episode might be a little short because it might be in the middle of the week and some stuff might have not happened. But I am going down to Portland, racing in an age group this time in the sprint because this event only has the sprint, unless you want to do the hurricane heat, which is a 24-hour race. And in addition to that, I am essentially going down there to go win. I'm going down there to go win in the age group uh, for my age group. And I truly believe that I can win. And just with all the training that I've been doing, it has been something that has really led up to a great, great race coming up. And then after that, I'm going to take, you know, kind of continue running, continue lifting, and continue just working on my stuff and really go hard in into the off season because I don't really don't know when my next race is going to be. I really just don't. So hoping for the best when it comes to this race. Um, and yeah, I'm very, very, very excited for it. I'll probably even go on like a run after this, uh, after this podcast, even though it's late, who knows? I don't know. I might do it. So yeah, Spartan race coming up in Portland. Portland was actually the first Spartan race that I did. So a year later, a year and a month later now, it's very interesting to go back and revisit that course and uh, very, very, very excited for it. There's going to be a lot of hills, a lot of hills. So I'm really training hills this week and, yeah, really attacking it, really, really, really attacking it. So very, very, very excited. And with that, Nationers, Mr. Beast, this was pretty interesting. One of my friends, Yammy, Yammy in New York, went over to Mr. Beast's new burger restaurant. Mr. Beast Burger is now a physical location in the American or America Mall in New Jersey, the world's biggest mall, if I'm not wrong, in New Jersey. And uh, it's insane. It's insane. The amount of people that were there. Yemi was 520. And there was probably at least 10,000 people there. I'd probably say like 5,000. I mean, it's still a lot. There's so many people there. And to see that Mr. Beast, obviously even coming up from 2017, 2018, when Logan and Jake were big. And really flipping it into his own career and really leveraging himself year after year after year. And now he's the guy that people want to be, uh, you know, be in his videos instead of him being in other people's videos. It's actually insane to think about how much he's leveraged and continue to pave the way thumbnails, titles, videos, editing for better or for worse. Like this is a huge milestone for creators to see that Mr. Beast has now created a physical restaurant in the world's largest mall, I can't put words to that. I literally can't. And to say that, like, what he's done isn't worth it or isn't something that, for somebody like me, makes it, it, it inspires me to, you know, continue to do what I'm doing and see how far we can freaking take this. To say the least, like, I'm, you know when people say, like, oh, like, even, like, a year ago, people would probably be like, nah, like, I'm not really one of those people. Like, if I have an idea, like, oh, like, let's go start a restaurant. Let's go do it, you know? Like, it doesn't really matter what the limits are. It's just how can we break those limits that people have on those limits, you know? To be like, oh, Mr. Beast could never start a restaurant and then never never actually start a physical location. Like, you're silly. You're silly to think any of those things. And that goes for really anyone to think of, like, any creator couldn't do this or do that. That's silly to think. It truly is because 
anyone could do that. Like truly with enough money, enough uh, staff power and knowledge to know what the frick you're doing, you could do that. I mean, calculated risk. It just really is. It really is. Like even when KSI and Logan Paul drop Prime, like what in the world? To drop a hydration drink that's that is now over one percent in the competitive market of Gatorade, Body Armor, um, you know, Propel, Powerade. You're joking, right? Water, maybe water as well. It's interesting. It's very interesting, and I, I think it'd be silly to think that if you were to doubt that, you just you're just silly. You're just, you're silly. So yeah, I think it's. I think it's very big. It's big for obviously like the creatives out there who, you know, maybe wanted to start a restaurant now know that they can or have somebody to talk to and see how it's gone, you know? Taking a sip. Uh, but nationers, I do want to at least open your eyes to what is social gloves. I don't know if you guys know what social gloves is. It is apparently, is apparently Austin McBroom's Austin McBroom's, like, apparently, like, organization. So, I don't know if you guys know, um, KSI basically has a misfit boxing, misfit boxing, and, like, there's different promotions, right? And, uh, oh, my God, I'm looking at Twitter right now, and these are funny as can be. So, uh, apparently, Social Gloves only sold, like, 200 tickets to the event that can seat 20,000 people. 200 tickets? A hundredth? One hundredth of the amount of tickets you planned on selling? And they even closed in part of the stuff, a part of the thing. Oh, my goodness. This is so sad. I'm going to read some of these tweets out to you guys, and I hope you guys get a laugh out of this because... It is, it is so sad. So I don't know if you guys know what happened in the Logan Paul, Jake Paul, or Logan Paul, Logan Paul KSI fight where Logan had like grabbed KSI's head, punched him behind the head, deducted two points. Jack Reese is a common referee in California. And this event happens to be in California, happens to be in LA. And this tweet said, social clubs really had to pull Jack Reese into this mess. Oh man, it's just Jack, Jack Reese in the middle of the ring. It is so, so sad. Oh, where did the tweets go? Oh, no. Where did the tweets go? Where did they go? Where did they go? Oh, hold on. <laughs> um. Oh, my goodness. This is actually, this is so funny. This is actual internet history right here. If they sold only 200 tickets, this is mad. Social Gloves, are you sure it's not Monday Laundry at this point? <laughs> Yes, this is the most embarrassing boxing event I've ever seen. Looks like less than 200 people are there in a 15,000-seat arena. <laughs> and not to mention, they gave, they gave 1,000 free tickets to people outside. 1,000 free tickets. Oh, my goodness. Not to mention, iDubs and Dr. Mike in that entire event with the Creator Clash sold more tickets. And it was packed. It was packed. Are you joking? Like, the L2 Arena with KSI, that's just a poll. Like, that, it really is. It is so sad. I was like, why do they need security? Like, the people that are there are probably not going to do anything. Because they're basically not doing anything. They had nothing better to do. Like, I don't think you need security at this event. Um, 
Very interesting. Very, very interesting. Oh, here's a tweet. Here it is. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know if you guys know who um, Bruce Buffer is or Mike Buffer. Or is it Mike Buffer and Bruce Buffer? I always forget their names. Uh, Buffer Brothers. Brothers. Michael Buffer. Okay, I was right. Michael Buffer and Bruce Buffer. Okay, yeah, they're, they're, they're brothers. Okay. So, Mike Buffer, I think this is, yeah, this is Mike Buffer here. So it says, this guy had posted on here, and it says, For the 43 in attendance and the six people illegally watching around the world, let's get ready to rumble! Yeah, that's so sad. I'm just looking through this Twitter. I just want to, like, I want you guys to see what I'm seeing right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Social Club should give it up, bro. WTF is this. There's this video, it's about like 12 seconds long, and that, oh, the tweet above it says, socially distanced gloves. <laughs> this is so sad. Social glove is social gloves is over. They didn't pay their fighters the first time around. They've probably not paid these their fighters here. Apparently, Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell are supposed to fight. Like, what happened to these running backs? Adrian Peterson had, like, I think, like, a charge on him. Kind of pushed him out of the league in late in his career. Hasn't really got signed anywhere else. Other, they were, He got released from the Tennessee Titans. Le'Veon Bell uh, apparently, like, just wants money. He just wants money. He was one of the best leagues in the... It, it, one of the best backs in the league. And he decided to just, like, do stuff for money. I have not heard of him since. It's insane. It is insane. This is so sad. This is so sad. This is so sad. There's, I mean, there's obviously people like illegally streaming it. Like I, I would too. Like if there's nobody at this event, I, I'd probably just refund them and be like, here, here's an illegal stream of this. Um, yeah. And I think personally, I think Gib is winning. I really honestly wanted to wait until the event, uh, had kind of started to kick off to see, um, (laughs) So sad, so, so, so freaking sad that they sold 200 seats out of a 20,000 capacity arena. It's, that is a joke. I could probably sell more tickets in one day if I tried. One day if I tried. Um, so yeah, oh my goodness, this guy just smashed his 70-inch 4K TV in front of 30 guests because Social Clubs keeps del- getting delayed. My wife took our kids crying and said they're spending the night at a hotel. Austin McBroom has ruined my life and family. I can no longer do this. Goodbye. I imagine that's fake, but very, very funny. <laughs> very, very funny. Nationers, that's all I have for episode 44 of the Realist Podcast. I hope you guys did enjoy today's episode. If you guys did, consider hitting that subscribe button again. Go follow us on Instagram at the Realist Pod, and I will see you guys in episode 45. Have a good one. 07. Peace, peace.